Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Kidmen Show. It's your host, Rohan. As always, I got the lead on my left. What's up, guys? Josh on my right. Howdy. And all the way in Colorado on the phone, I got Owen. Howdy, dude. That's real. This week, we ranked our top 10 Premier League strikers. Not of all time, just active Premier League strikers. So, our notable players left out. In 11th, we had Wilfred Zaha. And that was only because he was on the Let's List and he had a high spot on the Let's List as well. No one else had him? I don't consider him a striker. Why'd you put him on the freaking list? <laughs> because it's open for discussion. I had Bernardo Silva on both lists. <laughs> okay, I thought we were done with this. I was thinking the same thing because we had Zaha at like 7th or 8th last time. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Alright, keep going. <laughs> Alright, 10th. Timo Werner. Oh, 10th. Is that too harsh? Or? I had him higher, but that's just because he's been doing well this season. I could see him being lower. I just think he's unproven in the prem, really. Like, he has a couple goals. I think, yeah, he's unproven, but, like, if you do, like, a top ten strikers... Yeah, no, know, I mean, he... No, would, if you do, like, a top ten strikers in the world from last season... Oh, yeah. Like, Werner makes that list when yeah, he's tenth here. I don't know. I had him high. I had him, like, fifth, I think. So... I, I, I had him sixth. I think I had him, like, eighth or something, so I can't really... Yeah, I had him nine. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> All right. And then in... 7th through ninth place, we actually had a three-way tie. It's the first time that's happened for us. <laughs> Gabriel Jesus, Danny Ings, and Martial. And I think we've been quite harsh to Martial. Martial wasn't on Owen's list at all. I think, yeah, I think we're always... I mean, I'm even too harsh on him. I put him pretty low. I put him in ninth. So, I think he... Uh, yeah. I think he does well, especially with uh, some of his service. You know. Dude, yeah, I think I had him... I don't remember, but I definitely think Martial's the best out of those three strikers. And I, Danny Ings, I don't even know if I had him on my list, honestly. Well, no. Martial did have a good season last year. He had 23 goals and assists in the Prem. But this year, in all competitions, he has yet to produce a shot on target. All he's got for his stats is a red card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In an own goal. In an own goal, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Well, he had, he had a band, didn't he? For a little bit, he was suspended? He was. Yeah, but he still played four Prem games. True, true. In Europa League. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but he was, he was crazy last season, though. While Rashford was gone. Well, yeah, he, injured. he stepped up pretty yeah. nicely. And everyone thought it was going to be, you know, the season where he kind of broke out of his shell. You know, maybe... The new manager helped out. He didn't play well under Mourinho at all. I think I think what he needs is um I think he needs another scandal with his with his girlfriend. <laughs> Last season, dude, he was on fire. I think that's what it brought him up. You think so? Yeah. It brought a fire into yeah. him. He needs to go cheat on his girlfriend again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not involved in this. That was solely the last. Whatever it takes to get the goals. <laughs> I'm with a lot on this one. We need the goals. <laughs> so, are we all in agreement that Gabriel Jesus, Danny Ings, and Martial, would we say they're all on the same level of talent? Oh, no, hold on. I'm not over Martial yet. Oh, you're not? Okay. No, hold on. Remember what happened to Juan Bissaka? Yeah, one was like he scored. Yeah, he scored and then he locked up Mbappe and Neymar. After cheating. Right after that thing with his girlfriend came up. 
I'm just saying, there's, there's <laughs> correlation here. I'm not just making this up. It makes you feel more alive, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this just changes it. Alright, but yeah, I don't think they're on the same level. I think Martial's above both of them. Really? Yeah. I would say Jesus has the potential to be above both of them. I okay, say about Martial, though. I mean, Martial, Golden Boy winner. That's true. Potential's there. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I see... I see Sparks and Gabriel Jesus every now and again, like against Liverpool, with that yeah. backheel touch. I see him. I see these sparks, and then he'll go and just drop an absolute stinker next yeah. game. So it's just like, can he provide consistency for me? And I think that was the same question with Martial. Like, I remember so many times he cut in on his right foot, and that shit just sailed wide. But I remember he put one top bins last year, and everyone was like, oh, the next Thierry Henry. Is this the awakening of Marshall? Damn, that, was, that was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting this text from Delat saying, Henri? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sixth place. Raul Jimenez. And I think that's pretty fair. Um, yeah, yeah that's I, I had him at five. Just want to ask Delat why he wasn't on nice your list. Oh, really? Yeah, you did not have Raul Jimenez on your list. I must have deleted him for someone. I thought I had him like fifth or sixth. It would have been the same. I did that. I did that for Burner. I had Bamford on there, but not Burner. I meant to put that on there. Oh really? Oh well then. What place did you have Bamford in? Ten. That would have made a four-way tie between Werner <laughs> Martial and <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I think if you put Jimenez in a top six. Or seven spot, oh, he no, would have beat fifth place. Him, I would have had him sixth, definitely. He would have beat fifth place. Okay, then yeah. Nah, he's definitely, he's definitely that good though. Yeah. Okay. He like carried the Wolves attack last season. He did for sure. completely. Like they have literally like one other attacker. And he and links I'm, with Charleroi so well. Yeah. I, I think they had the most. Uh, like assists, like across yeah. like goal ratios. Yeah. Um. So. I guess sixth slash fifth on our list, Roberto Firmino. And I think that's a pretty fair placement for him. I mean, yeah. he's not going to give you a lot of goals. He's been in terrible form recently. He hasn't yeah. produced a single chance in the past, like, three games. He just hasn't played well in general. And I think maybe Diego Jota is kind of jostling for his position. We saw Liverpool come out in a 4-2-4 last game against City. And that's just because Jota's been in such good form, you can't leave him out of your lineup. For sure. I think, um, I definitely would put Jimenez above Firmino. I did in my list. I think, I mean, to me, you know, a striker's to score, you know. And so, I mean, I, I understand he's a false nine. You know, he gets assists, and that's what he did last season, but in the last couple seasons. But I think, you know, he needs to be more clinical, for sure. Yeah. Especially to be on, like, you know, on top. Top of Europe's teams. Dude, now that I think of it, him and Jimenez are pretty similar, and Jimenez scores. So I feel like that's like a pretty clear. Jimenez does drop super deep. Yeah. If the, is that drop, what you're getting? Yeah, they yeah. drops deep and he creates. They do drop. Yeah. Well, I, think, imagine, imagine. I think Jimenez at Liverpool. Is that what you're going with that? Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be. That might be pretty good there. Yeah. And he already has like uh, Diego Jota as a past teammate, so yeah. that combination could be pretty good as well. If Barcelona don't take him, I feel like the, I feel like they should go He's, for him. 
I think he meant Portuguese. Is Portuguese? No, he's Mexican. He's Mexican. He's Mexican. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Bar. I think he. Oh, he might. He might end up in Barca then. Not that there's like any rumors or anything. About no, that. but I just like, think it'd be a good fit. Yeah, they need they need somebody. Just anybody. Yeah, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. All right. So top four was pretty tight, actually. Fourth place, Aubameyang. Fourth. Fourth. I had him third. I had him fourth. I had him second. I had him fourth. Jeez. I had him third just because you look at what Aguero's done in the past, like, ten years. This isn't the past ten years list. No, I know, I know, yeah. but for me, it's like, will Aubameyang accomplish that? I mean, Aubameyang got there when he was older, but yeah, yeah. since Aubameyang came to the Prem, not a single person has scored more. Okay, that's fair, but for me as well, it was, if I'm creating a team of 11 players, I want Aguero over Aubameyang. That's, that's what I say as well. Really. Yeah. And it, I mean, like, yes, you can bring up stats and everything, but I think at the end of the day, when I need a goal, I can rely on Aguero more than Aubameyang. That's fair. I think fourth is still unfair. Though. I think fourth is unfair. Uh, I think fourth's a bit harsh. Um, I mean, it's hard to say with him. He only missed third place by one placement. So if someone placed him third, if or I placed him second, or Delat placed him first, he, second. Second. no, no. If you placed him oh, first, yeah. If, yeah, yeah. if you placed him first, okay. yeah. he would have tied third place, who was Jamie Vardy, and yeah. Owen had Jamie Vardy first, I believe. I had third. Oh, you had first. Okay, yeah, my fault. So, why do you think Jamie Vardy is a better striker than Kunaguero, Aubameyang? Kane, yeah. Uh, I think he just creates chances. I think he doesn't have, you know, he's just a menace himself. Like he is a goal scorer. Like the like, he is like the word, like the definition of a goal scorer. Like he finds chances. Like he can barely touch the ball game, and he'll score with just those few like touches he gets home. And he just like, he can really he like I think in 2016 I think he really carried Leicester. And I mean I know this isn't like a um, like a history list. But I think he's still playing well. So that's why I put him. I just I personally favor him over that. I think Aguero's like a you know I think he'll do more. I think that's really generous because I mean look at Harry Kane. Harry Kane can score from anywhere, anywhere, and he can distribute the ball so nicely. He's definitely more complete, yeah. Harry Kane. But I just, I mean you're saying Barney for the same reasons that. You're I'm saying a bomb yeah. though. It's and just personal preference. Yeah, really. I mean, Arsenal had, I think, one of the, out of, like, the top half teams, they had, like, the lowest chances created, and a bombing was still PFA striker of the season. True. I mean, like, I don't know. You put him in a, like, a high-chance creating team. Actually, no. You put him on the same team as Mesa Ozil. He's getting, like, he's pushing <laughs> for 30. He's pushing for records, dude. I just think he's he just can't. Do much without like proper service. I don't know. I mean, he's still fairly young. Aubameyang. Yeah. Right. No, he's like thirty. Is he thirty? Yeah, something like that. I thought he was in his mid twenties. I thought he was too. But I think he might be. Oh, Aubameyang's thirty-one. Okay, so he's not that much younger than Kunaguero. Yeah. So for his me, career started a lot later. That's it's true. not like a career thing. It's no, no, it's not a career thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. I would say Aguero. So then. Alright, we kind of jumbled up our list, but second place was Kuniguero. First place, 
Harry Kane. Can we all agree with that? Uh, yeah, I could definitely say Harry Kane. For me, it's Harry Kane just because he's added that distributing factor to his game this season. We know he's a prolific goal scorer. True, true. Yeah. And this season alone, in eight matches, he's had his record high assists of eight per season. That's true, and I, I think in he's been in 14 games across all competitions, and he has 20 goals and assists. Jeez. Right now is like the perfect season to push for that. Like, it's for him to push for like the goal scoring record. To be honest. Yeah, no for real. For real, no defend. team can defend. And, and I mean, it's going to be Kane and Son running right at every. <laughs> I think so. I mean, they had they had a bit of a struggle against West Brom, but still, like you, West Brom played well though. Defensively, yeah. Defensively, they played well. Surprisingly, surprisingly, this is true. I think Kane will also have the team around him to do a lot better this season because it seems like Endon Bell is finally catching form. And, and then Gareth Bale. Yeah. I don't know if... I mean, Bale, Bale hasn't found his form. I don't know. I don't even know if he's going to do anything. I feel like he'll just end up being a sub. It's just a big threat to have. Yeah, it is. Like, I mean... It, it, okay, let's say it's the 70th minute. I've been running for 70 minutes. I'm playing left back. Yeah. And then I see Gareth Bale coming on. Yeah, you've been tracking Lucas Mora. Yeah, I'm going to be like... I'm going to be like... I'm going to be like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be scared. So, for me, that's why I put uh, Harry Kane first. I mean, this season, and historically, he's been very, very good. And then, we're going to awkwardly transition right into our question round. Um, this is where we each ask a question and open it up for discussion. So, I'll go first. My question is to Josh. Josh. Man United beat Everton 3-1 this weekend. We had Everton performing pretty well this year. Do you think Everton are pretenders for a top six spot or contenders? Did you make that up? <laughs> that pretenders or contenders? Yeah. You didn't see that anywhere? No, I see Oh, it. I probably did see that somewhere. Oh, I probably did see it somewhere. I was but the same where you kind of hit that. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I, we, we don't, we don't pre-write these questions, so. Not at all. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing I must have seen it somewhere because there's no way I came up with that myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd call them pretenders. Pretenders? I, uh, I don't think they have the depth and the talent to keep going at the pace they're going, or the, they were at the beginning of the season, because, you know, they're definitely starting to slow down right now. And obviously, they'll definitely pick back up. I don't think, you know, there's a question about that. But to be top six, I just think you have to have, you know, not only just talent, but luck. And so I think at the beginning, they definitely did have luck. And I think their luck is starting to slow down a little bit. And their talent isn't showing through with that. Talking about Everton, right? Yeah. Yeah. I will say Dominic Calvert Lewin and James Rodriguez, matter of fact, have been absent the past two games. Yeah. They have not been a fact. I don't think Dominic Calvert Lewin produced a shot on target last game. I know the game before that he only had five completed passes and that was basically his only stat. Jeez. So I mean no, Everton are like they're like one injury away from starting Alex Owobi. Yeah. I can't bet that team <laughs> yeah, to top six. I know. I mean They've got to be real lucky with Hopefully it doesn't happen, but let's say Richardson has like a 
I don't know, like a hamstring injury or something. Yeah. He's out three, four weeks. Yeah. Can you rely on it will be for three games? Not at all. No, you can't. So, <laughs> that, so I, I'd agree with your analysis of that, Josh. Uh, Dillette, my question to you. Arsenal dropped a stinker this weekend. <laughs> they did not score a goal against Aston Villa, a team which bleeds goals. Yeah. Do you think it's time? I know you've been screaming for Lacazette to say goodbye. Not just Lacazette. And William. William. William, too. You've been very anti-William. No, but, I mean, we've seen Aston Villa do good against big teams. Is Arsenal a big team? I don't know. Thomas Partey's dad doesn't think so. Yeah. Partey's dad said, Thomas we wanted... Thomas Partey's dad is an Arsenal fan, though. Yeah, but he said we wanted Partey to go to a big club. And then what? This was after he signed for Arsenal. Oh, that, that doesn't mean anything. What did he say? There's no context to that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but no. Yeah, got, Arsenal got rinsed by Aston Villa. We're dying for literally the players that destroyed us. Like, Ollie Watkins. A, a target nine and a creative midfielder. Ollie Watkins and Grealish. They decimated us, and those are the exact players that we need. It was very frustrating to see. I will say the amount of times Jack Grealish was able to dribble freely... Yeah, end to end, and no one pick him up on on the Arsenal yeah, side. It was, it was, it was I mean, that's, the last, that's the last thing you want. Yeah, you don't you don't want him out in space. Yeah, I mean, worst case, it's usually against Bellerin too. Yeah, Bellerin is like you think he'd have the pace to match. It's not that he has the pace to match, but he's more of a attacking. You no, know, like I guess yeah, but he's like if you've seen him defend in the past, it, he defends like he wants to get beat, and then he's gonna catch you and like tackle you like that, like he's going to give you like the space, but Jack, the way that Jack Grealish plays, he doesn't even like really like beat the defender, he just like makes the play with like just like a small shimmy, he gets an inch of space, and then passes it through or gets a shot off. So what would you rather have? Let's say you have to pick one, would you rather have a creative midfielder or a better striker? Okay, would you rather have Jack Grealish or Ollie Watkins? I would rather have Jack Grealish in the team. Okay. I mean, we have a bomb game. it's not like we don't have a good striker, he's just being Playing forced well. wide yeah. to accommodate for Lacazette. And if you really think about it, th- no, nah, listen, what team does Lacazette start for in the Prem? There's uh, not a single team that wants a striker that bad. West Brom, Fulham, <laughs> Burnley. Fulham has Mitrovic. I'd take Mitrovic over Lacazette right now. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you say Newcastle? Or you say West Brom? I said West Brom, Burnley. Burnley, Sheffield. Sheffield, Sheffield. Sheffield can't score for you. But like, is Lacazette improving that team? Or is he just going to fit in? Like, I don't think he's improving any team. Well, I mean, I will say he's not a good fit for any of those teams, but I'm saying he's better than their current strikers. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't think... You know, um, the header that he missed... Oh my gosh. I think... If he had scored that... The praise that Tierney would have gotten for the cross, because it was like a pinpoint cross. It was a pinpoint. Cross. It was. It was a. And he's done that so many times in the yep. past few days, and Lacazette has just, it's like just obliterated the chances. <sighs> Very frustrating to watch. Isn't it crazy to think that the, the, the other French striker, that played for Arsenal, Is not not Giroud, talking about Henri, just the downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> French striker to French striker. It just keeps going down and down. It's very hard. But I didn't think that selling Giroud would be a downgrade. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Dude, everyone shits on Giroud. I like Giroud. I mean, he's pretty bad, though. I like Giroud. 
Yeah, he's gonna play for your team. <laughs> That's fair. If he plays for your team, you're not gonna like him. That's probably true. He's fun to watch though, but like when it comes down to it, he's not. I don't think he's a very yeah. All right, especially he's a target nine. But sorry. Yeah. All right, we straight away from the question round. All right, Owen, my question to you is: Villa, pretenders or contenders? Top six for 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 a top six spot. Top six. Uh, I think they got it. I think they're contenders. I think they can keep it up. They just gotta. They're, they're, they started off very consistent. Now they're inconsistent. They're just gonna hop right back on that consistency train, start winning again. And uh, realistically, I think the finishing fifth. For my fifth? list, okay. Earlier in this uh, podcast season, would hope that they go third. Don't see that happening much anymore. Fifth would be a dream. Uh, but I think they can still do it. Grealish, if he just keeps up his... They're just relying on him too much, I feel like. I mean, it works. It does work, but eventually, like... All it takes is one manager to find an answer for him. Mm-hmm. Or one to injury. Yeah. Grealish gets injured. Oh, yeah. 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 Back yeah. To Grealish, Grealish stays healthy. Then I think, realistically, yeah, they're contenders. Oh, if yeah. not, then I think they're out. Or even if, like... United or something. Cousin says we have 110 million. Yeah. Grealish. I don't think there's much that they can do at that point. Yeah. I mean, let's say oil prices go up. City auto buy right there. (laughs) 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 All right, Josh, you had some questions. All right. So Rohan, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Liverpool City game? Well, okay. In the first 20 minutes I was watching, I thought Liverpool were going to win that game. Uh, I agree. They, they came out with a completely different tactic. They came out in a 4-2-4. And they, don't press, they didn't press how they normally would press. I saw them let the center backs kind of have the ball and not press that issue. But they really cut off the central passing lanes, which you know City liked to do. Because we saw when City got the ball through the middle, they played De Bruyne in. And then what happened in the first half? De Bruyne had a shot. It was off target. He got the penalty. And then he had a through ball to Sterling that Sterling missed, and he had the Jesus goal. That was all passes that happened from Gundogan and Rodri through the middle to De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. So I saw them kind of cut off their passing lanes to the middle, force that ball outside. And then they also stayed super-duper compact in pressing. They really did not want the ball in the middle, which is smart to do against City. But what it did is it opened switches of switches. So a lot of the times I saw Cancelo switch the ball over to Walker and Walker had pushed so far up he's basically in the right wing position and Liverpool kind of have to they're, they're kind of in trouble there. So that's how the goal also got scored. Um, Wijnaldum left, lost the ball, went out to Walker, Walker into De Bruyne and Wijnaldum had to cover De Bruyne but Sadio Mane didn't drop down from, from the halfway line and you know, it cost them a goal. So, I also thought the City defended super duper well. Cancelo pocketed Mon- uh, Salah. Um, mm-hmm. Diaz pocketed Jota. Laporte pocketed Firmino, which isn't hard. <laughs> but I, I think City defended super duper well. And um, Liverpool just weren't at their best. I don't know if that's Firmino not playing well. But it's, it's definitely a City. It's definitely a game City should have won. Uh, second half was boring. 
both teams just looked out of energy. They just wanted the international break to come up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. City are going to kick themselves for not coming away with three points, and it could come back to bite them in the end. Are you happy with that? No. Uh, well, going in, I was, I, I'd have been happy with a draw, but after seeing the way Liverpool performed, I'm disappointed that they didn't walk away with three. Yep. It's, it's nice to see that they're doing well without Van Dyke. Surprised that they only held John to one. <laughs> I mean, KDB. Cross the, the pen. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jesus missed the easy yeah. header. Sterling missed a 1v1. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of missed chances. From both sides, actually. I mean, Ederson had a hell of a game, but oh, yeah. Alexander Arnold should have had a goal. Ederson was fortunate in that save. And then just a couple other times, Liverpool were, were unlucky with their first touch or the way the ball bounced. All right. So, delay. So, obviously, we're talking about Harry Kane. You know, he scored this weekend. But he didn't score until the 88th minute against West Brom. Oh, what do you yeah. think they're like? Obviously, they won. You know, they got to go at the end. Yeah. That's what a striker does. But, I mean, it's West Brom. Like, you think Tottenham, yeah. with their attacking prowess, should be able to put at least two by them? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. From what I saw from that game, the West Brom were just playing really well. I mean, that's going to happen. And one of the things that you always see with like, with like good seasons is that you do win those games where like oppositions that you expect to like destroy, they play super well, but then still come out with the win. That's how Liverpool dominated mm-hmm. last season, or I guess the last like couple seasons, is that they just won whenever they weren't supposed to, no matter what. I mean, it seems like Tottenham are starting to do that. I think I don't think they should be worried about this. I mean, they still have what seems like the best attack in the league right now. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah. I remember Liverpool being against the ropes against like Villa and then coming out with a 2-1 victory in, the, in added time um, against Everton, Origi scoring. Well, that's just Pickford. But, I mean, good teams find a way. They always find a way. And, I mean, City did that in the two seasons – or the three seasons they won the Premier League – Teams parked the bus. They found a one-nil victory, two-one victory. As long as you get the victory, I, I guess it really doesn't matter. True, true. So I, I don't think they're concerned in the least. Yeah, I don't think you should be concerned. But can I express my disappointment, in Tottenham, real quick? Hey, uh, yeah. All right. So this week I had some son captain. I triple captain him. So <laughs> they gave me triple my points. I expected this guy to go out there score at least two goals, right? Would have been good. West Brom. They've given up the most goals in the Prem. Tied for the most with uh, Leeds, I think. Yeah, 17 goals against. Sun scored eight goals, eight matches. I expected something from him. This man gets me three points. I get nine points total. I'm disappointed. That's all it is. That's fair. Okay. I mean, I think if you write him a strongly worded letter, he'll play better next game. I think so. I have to DM him. You got to. Get him on the show if you can. Yeah, I'll do my best. All right. Him and Kappa. <laughs> All right, so Owen, I'm sure you'll love to hear this question. How are you feeling about Chelsea's form? Oh, I'm loving it. It's great. Uh, let me see. It's, they haven't lost. They haven't lost in a while. It's been a good time. Uh, that one goal, uh, 
say, you know, they haven't played, like, you know, some top-tier teams, but they're building that confidence, and they're winning, and they're scoring for goals. Sure, for sure. And so... Yeah, they're, they're, they're scoring lots. They're winning by good margins. Yeah, they just need to keep that, make sure that they, you know, when they start going against, you know, yeah, those, great, go, those good center backs. Yeah, once they get up against those bigger teams, then it'll be, a, it'll be a real test, but I think they can hold their own. I want to see the Chelsea Tottenham game. I don't know when that is, but I, I want to see it. It's going to be. Uh, 29th. 29th. Okay, so. So, right when we get back. Yeah, yeah, so. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Now, Delet, you have some questions. <laughs> Not to be honest. I don't have any questions. No questions? No, Owen. Okay. Yeah, you can go first. Have you seen Ederson give his own teammates concussions? Yeah, it's an arm wrestling, right? That's arm strength, though. Yeah, but like, you know you're wrong. Dude, Ederson is Ederson's terrifying. It's it's an arm wrestle. I don't know, dude. Dude, you know this is making me realize how soft the frame is. Yeah. There's no players that would Have you seen that the amount of players that fights. go down now? Yeah, dude, it's terrible. Like, like the penalty against um, Kyle Walker, Sterling got fouled, uh, like, 30 seconds before. But he stayed on his feet, so the ref didn't call it. <laughs> and then Mane, the exact same thing happens. And Mane just takes a freaking dive. And then a pen's called. So, I mean, Prem is soft. I mean... I, don't, I think it's better than most leagues. I don't think the uh, look at the French league. I think that's a soft league. I mean, that I think that's just because you have. That's just because you think French people are soft. It's true. Yeah, sorry to our listeners in France, but <laughs> we actually do have a listener in France. Just one. Shout, uh, out, shout out to you. We 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 have been streamed in over ten different countries and four continents. So. We appreciate that, guys. We really do. Not even, I'm just thinking about, like, like, how, like, I don't even, like, I guess the the style of play is definitely better now, but, like, just no one's tough anymore. No one is like, tough. Like, if you go back, no. like, 15 years yeah. in the Prem, they might not be as good. Yeah, they're, they're strong, definitely, though. It's definitely yeah. stronger. I think that's across all sports as well. 
Oh yeah, it's like the same in basketball, yeah. football now. Yeah. It's getting more technical. Yeah. I guess so. Well, it just wins. I mean, that's that's what works. Yeah. Water polo though, they're pretty tough. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I can't be bothered with questions. So All right, no questions. Let's All right, we have a new segment for you guys. It is called New Rules. So, each of us have come up with a new rule we want to see in the Premier League. So, I'll go first. My new rule is anytime a VAR decision is overturned after the game, the VAR referee should bend over in goal and the team <laughs> <laughs> and the team that was harmed by his decision, each player in that squad, not just the starting 11, the 23. Each, the 23. each of the 23 players takes a spot kick. Thoughts? Brilliant. I love it. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, we, we saw Villa, Villa stayed in the league by one point, and that was because of a bad VAR decision against Sheffield United, where it was a goal, but it didn't count. So. I think each player is a little too harsh. I think we gotta go starting eleven. Maybe no, maybe, but, maybe but like a pin five, like you know, just like the like the five who take penalties. No, but Nine. what I'm saying is each player on that team has been affected by that decision. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's why each player should get a shot at the... But these are professional players, dude. This he's, isn't us taking the... He's pads. a professional referee. Yeah. Dude, dude they, can, they, can, they, they can hit it. Let's say Man City messes up. Okay. Kevin De Bruyne takes the pen. He's going to miss? No, he's gonna, okay, no, but if, he's, if he aims straight and Kevin De Bruyne okay. is straight, he's... Out for weeks, he can't run that much on the field anymore. Don't get the rest. damn decision wrong. There's so many decisions where I'm just like, that's not even remotely close. Like, there's, okay, there's consistency with handballs now, but for me, like, the Joe Gomez penalty wasn't a handball. But, like, aside from that, it's just nice that it's the same every time. It's like, even if it, no matter what, that's yeah, the like, there's consistency, but it's still a terrible rule. So it's not even like good consistency. Yeah. It's just it's, it's consistent. Yeah, like VAR is so bad. Like the idea of it is so good. And you should be punished if you get it wrong. Because it's such an easy thing to get right. Like 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 the Bruno Fernandez penalty against a- Aston Villa. He cleated the Aston Villa center back. <laughs> oh, the one where he fell on it? He, he stepped yeah. on the Aston Villa center back, took a dive, it went to VAR, and he still got awarded the penalty. VAR comes back the next day and says that penalty should have been overturned. Do they have referees in the room? Yes, they have a VAR referee. They have like actual referees there to watch. Yes, the like like, like so it's funny. like like it's actual referees. Like it's like they have like a team. Yeah, like it's referees that will also be on the pitch yeah, like the next like day. Referees. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. So that's why I'm saying, twenty three. Alright, I think if we're going all 23, they shoot from the 18, but if it's starting 11, they shoot from the 10 spot. No, dude, from the pen spot. No, I agree with the 18. No, I just wants to punish these poor workers. You get paid a lot. They really? To get your aggression out. Do they get fines? Like, you know how, uh, no, no, like bonuses for, like, not getting bad calls? They get, like, I feel like they they should get bonuses. But they get, like, 60 grand a game. Really? Aww. I'm sure. Dude, I'll make shitty decisions for 90 minutes and get 60 grand that's for like, it. That's like Ozo's wages. It's Ozo wages. That's nuts, bro. Alright, Owen, what is your new rule? Okay, sorry. It's, it's about 200,000 euros a year, plus a 1,500 
uh, match fee. Also, it's fifteen hundred again. Hey, bro, that's six figures. Yeah, that's still six figures. Dude. Six figures plus <laughs> match fees. All right. Anyways, Owen, what is your new rules? All right. All right. All right so my rule um, pertains to goalies. So you know how like there's that six second rule where you're supposed to get rid of the ball that's in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for that six seconds, you should be able to run it wherever you want. You can hold it for as long as you want, but you can get down as far as you can and punt. I think you can you can step out of the box, but only for that six seconds with the ball in your hand. Okay, but the thing is. With that, let's say it's a bad through ball, and it and the keeper collects at the top of the box. Six seconds is a lot of time. Six seconds, you're running, you're off to the race. If, it, if it's two seconds or three seconds, maybe I'd agree. But in six seconds, you could get to the halfway line. At least, yeah. Make it exciting. Of course, there's going to be more pressure there, too, because you're running through a bunch of people. And they can like. They oh, can, can the other players them. take the ball off of you? Not the hands, but they can like, get a little foot poke. Yeah, something. It's okay, so why why would I not just run with the ball? Say, say, he, loses, to my say chest. he loses the ball. Any Premier League player can hit it from 50 yards out or from the halfway line. But that, that's going to happen like yeah. one. That's going to happen once a season. What do you mean once a season? They can do that. No, I, I'm saying he's going to lose the ball like once a season. If you're carrying the ball like this, how are you going to lose it if no one can. If you have the ball cradled to your chest and you're running... Well, he has to release it. Yeah, he has to release it, but he can throw it. No, listen, that's the risk. So, you go out, you know you're leaving your goal open, so you leave a defender back, or you just don't do anything. But that makes counterattacks quicker. I feel like this is a rule tailored for Ederson. No, it's for anybody. No, for, like, any sweeper keeper. (laughs) Neuer. You can just run up there, be, like, at the midway line, and then play that through ball. And you counterattacked on. I'm just saying, it would make it more exciting. I mean, okay. Alright, alright, that's fair, that's fair. Alright, Josh, what is your new rule? You can throw the ball in any way you want to. Oh. Whoa. Oh. That's pretty, that's a pretty good new rule. A little granny shot. Yeah. I think that opens it a lot more to like longer throw-ins, a lot more chances, a lot more... Ways to score, really. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a pretty good new rule. The only way that I could see, like, a longer throw in is just a one one arm just over the top. One arm over the top? Like a, like a, like a keeper throw? Yeah, like a keeper throw. I think that's the only way that a throw in could be improved. not necessarily improved, but you can do a longer throw. I mean, that's like corners on the inlines. Which, I mean, some people have those where they just long throw. So you can throw the ball in any way. Yeah. So you can just like roll it. Yeah, you can roll it to yourself. That's kind of cool. I would just peg people. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it like has to hit someone before you touch it? Oh yeah, before you touch it. Yeah, I just, just peg somebody. Okay. That's pretty good. I feel, I feel like there would be more injuries. Also, how? Oh, the scrying soccer players. People are going to have their aggression. They're just going to want to get that out. They're going to chuck it right at someone's head. Don't be close. That'd be a yellow. That would be yellow, that's true. <laughs> Alright, Delight, what is your new rule? Alright, basically, I'm going to abolish the entire system of transfer windows. What? You're just gonna buy players whenever you want. Oh, so no transfer windows? Yeah. You can just pick up a player? Yeah, you just buy them. As long as the two clubs agree, 
you just buy them. You don't have to wait for January or the summer. I like that. But doesn't that like affect players' mental health? Okay, look, like, like for me, no. Yeah, let's say, yeah, let's say Lacazette has a bad game. We sell him that day. <laughs> it, it's it, up to the coaching staff to decide. Okay, is this this guy sucks? We need to get him out, or is it a bad game? So I mean, it's still fair. It's not like. But you gotta say like that'll players are more in line to play for. Yeah. No, so it yeah. can improve the game overall. Yeah. I, I think it would improve the community. I think we're gonna see a lot more no release clauses and contracts. Oh yeah, definitely. If that happens. After, after what Arsenal did to Athletic on Madrid and Thomas Party. Yeah. Where they paid La Liga and then just like took him and yeah. then like the next day Atletico found out that they paid straight to La Liga the release clause. <laughs> very, yeah, very sneaky. But yeah. I don't think there should be transfer windows. Okay. I'm more just salty that we missed our chance to get a creative midfielder. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And I think you just want to really even then, Ozil. Nah, not Ozil. Dude, that was my choice. Dude, Ozil needs to go to Dortmund. He'd be back in the starting Ozil, Ozil needs to go to choice. Dortmund. Do you know how much better he would make Dortmund? Royce, Gio Reyna, Jude Bellingham, you know Jaden Sancho, Erling Haaland. Do you know how much better he would make the club he's currently at? No, bro, he's done with Arsenal. His time at Arsenal. You think so? It's dude, all his time at Arsenal no, is not even burnt down. It's dude. not even performance wise why he's not playing. No, I know. He's just sick of the club. I don't think he's sick Would of you want to play for that the team? The club's sick of him. Dude, you I, have I think to think it's, about I think it's mutual. It. You have to think about it. Ozil's. No, nah, I don't think it's mutual. Because it's like. It's like political stuff. But what's it called? It might be. Ozil might not be done with it. But like, you have to think about like he came to Arsenal. When Arsene Wenger was the head coach, it's like completely different Arsenal to what it is now. Yeah, no, but I mean, the way he's been treated at the club, I don't think very many players, Ozil included, would want to play for that team. That's fair. I mean, he's been essentially benched, not even in the substitutes, not on team sheets. Yeah. I think, I think he needs to go to Dortmund or something. Go back to Germany. I don't know. But hey, but if there wasn't a transfer window, yeah, I was about to say. If there, right but now. if there's no transfer window, he could just up and leave right now. Yeah. All right, drop him in. Lock is it? Or something would be already better. Honestly, yeah. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of the Kit Man. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. Take it easy.